0: This episode is brought to you by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos hyphen threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino urban inspired streetwear. Visit S-A-N-T-O-S hyphen dot com. Hey, you are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast episode number 31. Once again, having fun. It's your host, Santos, proud owner Santos Threads, coming back at you uh right here. Another edition on uh of the Santos Says Podcast. And of course, I want to tell you guys, please make sure you follow me on social media, on Instagram, uh at Santos Thread Shop, as well as TikTok, Santos Thread Shop. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, the Santos Says Podcast, and of course. Give this video a thumbs up if you're watching me on YouTube, the whole thing. Um, I want to make a nice announcement real quick before we start this episode. Um, you can now listen to this podcast on, um, besides, apart from uh, Stitcher, Apple Music, Amazon, and, um, well, uh, aside from Amazon, Apple Music, Stitcher, um, Spotify, right? Aside from those, now you can listen to this podcast on iHeart Music. So I am now also on iHeart Music. I mean, I'm going to have to put it on the banner. I'm not going to make a new banner yet. But anyway, I'm going to have to put it on a banner eventually. But yeah, so you can now hear this podcast on iHeart Radio. So uh, a big welcome to the uh, iHeart Radio family, of course. Um, And away we go. So on this episode, I will have a... As I always say, because I only bring special guests on here. I only bring the best of the best here. That's all you get here. You don't get any BS here with with me. When it comes to uh, Santos, I only bring the best. So on this episode, I will will have this person is an MC. He's a rapper because, again, we we do the hip-hop heavy here. This person goes by the name of King Shamps. King champs is from Philadelphia is a Philadelphia based MC. And we're going to speak with him because he actually dropped the project back in 2020, um, that he's been moving around and, and really, um, I like what I liked about him is that he's somebody who has a very distinct voice, a very different sound, Philadelphia based MC lyricist, the whole thing. King champs is going to be joining me momentarily. And, um, and, and this person is really was really gracious enough. I won't tell the whole story, but he's somebody who we were able to connect offline, um, was gracious enough to really to think highly of um, high enough of me to want to connect and and come on the show. And and so I heard his music, um, you know, he, he showed me some of his music and I, I saw heard his album and I, I really liked what I heard. And I felt that um, his messaging and his music really aligned with the program and what we do here. So I felt like it was only right to have him. So we're going to have him here momentarily. King champs. Uh, we'll talk about what he's up to talk about some of the music um, that he's got, what he's got coming on the way, um, etc. all those things. Um, we're going to get into all that. And also I want to talk a little bit about Philadelphia in general, because I know Philadelphia, you know, when we think of hip hop, I think Philadelphia gets overlooked a little bit. Just because, you know, we're always so focused. Obviously, everybody always thinks about New York, um, Los Angeles. Uh, these are the cities that you always think about New York, Los Angeles, um, to a lesser extent. Well, obviously now you've had MCs from Florida, you know, Miami, Atlanta. Um, even Houston, right. Uh, you got the drill scene that goes on with, with Chicago. But I feel like Philadelphia kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. And they've been around for a long time. I mean, MCs from Philadelphia have been around for God knows how long. I mean, they've been around forever, since the beginning. You know, Um, there's been MCs putting it down uh, from Philadelphia. As a matter of fact, it is well documented that Ice-T, the great legendary Ice-T, and I I want everybody to listen to this. Whoever's listening to this or watching on YouTube, um, whoever... It is well documented because everybody associates gangster rap with um, the West Coast and rightly so. I mean, they've, you know, they were always a hub for the gangster rap and they really put it down. They put the stamp down for gangster rap uh, from from a very early, you know, time in the game. But let's be clear. Let's be clear because we have to say the truth here. We have to give the facts. The great Ice-T even admitted this himself, who's. Synonymous with gangster rap gangster rap came from Philadelphia. I repeat the origins of gangster rap are from Philadelphia. Okay. And the individual who introduced gangster rap to to the masses who hailed from Philadelphia. His name was Schoolie D. So let's not you know, let's always give props where it's due. And let's always put respect on the proper people and, and, and really have the history in its proper perspective. So Philadelphia has a great history, a rich history in hip hop. You know, they do not have, look, Philadelphia doesn't have the number of MCs, like, like I say California does obviously, or that a New York does, but the MCs that they have had the artists and the acts that they have had on a mainstream level have had success. They have actually, they have had tons of success and they've had a sizable amount of acts that have been successful and that have, they've also produced a great amount of lyricists, um, over the years. So Philadelphia definitely deserves to have its credit, uh, credit where it's due and, um, and we're going to talk about that too. We'll talk, you know, I want to ask him what his thoughts are. Obviously, uh, you know, he being from Philadelphia, so. Um, we'll get into that, we'll talk about his history, a little bit about his background, what he's up to now um, And we'll talk about his album as well, he had an album that came out back in 2020 And uh, we'll get into some of those things as well, as I had the, the pleasure of listening to his album in its entirety And um, I really liked what I heard, I thought he was, he's a very talented guy Without further ado, I want to bring him in right here He goes by the name of King Champs Representing the great city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Without further ado, I want to welcome to the show King Shams
1: Yo, 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 what's up, bro? Yo, what's peace, brother, with you how's everything, baby.
0: How you doing, brother? Listen, I know I'm glad we were able to connect Because I know sometimes technology, man Technology is Oh my fun. God
1: Yo, I'm telling you, bro This, this shit is like beyond crazy Like yeah. technology is beyond crazy So I'm glad we're able to get on here You know what I mean?
0: no doubt brother no doubt yeah yeah for sure and um thanks for joining me uh how's the weather out there in Philly right now man
1: <laughs> oh man this this shit brutal bro this shit brutal out here bro i ain't gonna hold you it's cold as a motherfucker out here man but you know right. we getting through it man we getting through it out this john.
0: yo listen that's that's the only thing there ain't no other way man there ain't no other Hell way no. yo so what i was saying right Before you came in, I had a nice, I had a little intro. So what I was talking about was really, I wanted to talk about how, first of all, how we connected was very unconventional. I'll say this to to everyone, right? Because um, you were gracious enough to reach out to me. So I appreciated that. I won't give all the details, but what I will say is that I I heard your music and I I liked your music and I had great respect for how you approached me. And so for that, I was like, I got to get this guy in here. I heard your music. Word. You sent the tracks to me. I heard those tracks and then I went to your Spotify before you, because you sent it to me, but I heard it before that. So I already beat you to the punch. I'm like, I got to hear the whole album. <laughs> so I heard the album. Album we'll talk about, Uh, Dawn of the Dead. We'll talk about that album, right? And um, we'll also talk about Philadelphia too, because I know you're from Philadelphia and I was just talking about how the history of, um, I feel like Philadelphia gets overlooked when it comes to hip hop and what you guys have laid down as a city, for sure. you don't have the numbers as like an Atlanta or as an LA per se, but the names you do have are talented people. And you've, you've laid your staff down
1: for sure, uh, for sure.
0: So my first, all right. So my first question for you, right? We'll get right into it. Um, talk to me about your origins. Um, as far as, like, where you come from. Tell the people where you come from and where you get the name King Shams.
1: Word, word, word. Well, you know, I'm from West Philly, man. You know what I mean? I'm from the home of gangster rap, man. That's why I speak gangster shit. That's all I know. You know what I mean? You know, our, our neighborhood, you know, was trending, bro. You know what I mean? Like, 52nd Street was trending when the when the riots and everything was going on. That's, like, my neighborhood. Like, right, legit. Yeah. Yeah. you know what i'm saying so like you know west philly's a wild place you know what i mean it's always been a raw place you know and i spit from that perspective i come from that i am that you know what i mean so that's definitely what i, I identify with you know what i'm saying is street shit and street niggas all around the world you know what i mean i right. respect you know what i mean but i'm from west um and kane Sham 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 is arabic and um It uh, can translate into about five or six different meanings, but it's basically like, you know, um, leader, you know what I mean? Um, Son of God, you know what I mean? Uh, Believer. There's a lot of different things with that, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of different ways you can take that name. And, you know, I just decided to put the king in front of it and just do something different, something creative, you feel me?
0: Yeah, no, I I feel that definitely because I I think – so many times, and this is no disrespect to MCs or, or artists who have the Lil in front of their name. We've <laughs> had enough for that, right? Yeah. These names don't mean anything, some of these names, right? And it's like, I always felt like if you're an MC, like, this is your legacy, this is your bread, this is what your bread Word. and butter is supposed to be, right? Your name has got to tell the story, at least some of it, what you're about. So when you have a king in front of your name, it, you know, you got to come with it, right?
1: Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Can't be no bullshit. And, you know, I'm I'm fucking six, five, over 3, bro. Ain't nothing little about me. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> respect, <laughs> ain't respect. no use to be playing myself.
0: Respect. I respect that. Nah, definitely. And and so, with and it's funny. So, you mentioned, right, home of the gangster rap. I was saying in my intro that people have the misconception that gangster rap started on the West Coast. And that is
1: not, that is false. Yeah, that's false.
0: Man, tell me, talk to me about what Schooly D means to you.
1: Oh, Schooly D means everything. He from West Philly like I am. PSK, Parkside Killer. He from the north side of West Philly. I'm from the south side of West Philly, but it's West Philly all together. You know what I mean? Like that kind of attitude, that kind of shit, like that still goes down. You know what I mean? West Philly is still like a wild spot. It's always been kind of like an outlaw kind of part of the city. You know what I'm saying? So gangster Rap would start in West Philly. You know what I mean? And then you got Ice-T that followed up. But you know, bro, a lot of people don't know their history. You know what I mean? A lot of people would just think that it started out there with Dre and them. And I'm a big Dre fan. I love Dr. Dre and what he did to the culture. But anybody can tell you that knows their history, knows it started in Philly, knows that it started in West Philly. Like PSK mean Parkside killer. Parkside is a part of West Philly. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. from, you know, on the south side of West Philly. You know what I'm saying? So uh, schooly D mean everything. You know what I mean? You know, looking at my Gucci, it's about that tit you know what I mean? Like straight yeah. up. Like you gotta know you gotta know where you come from with it. You feel me? Bro, shit.
0: Yeah. I, I think too, like, like, you know, one of the things that bother me, and I wanna know your opinion on this too, is like those misconceptions. And that goes along with Philadelphia really being um overlooked. So yeah. like, why do you think that is that Philadelphia gets overlooked? That I'm gonna tell you two part question. Why do you think Philadelphia gets overlooked on the Pantheon or, or, or the history of hip hop? and two talk to about talk to me about what you're doing to kind of put that to a stop
1: well you know what to tell you the truth i think what um philly lacks um and just being honest was a consistent movement that came out of the city i think that's why we get overlooked because if you think about it you know new york can say you know, pretty much everything, you know, Wu-Tang, you know what I mean, Dipset, G-Unit, the locks, you know what I mean, like, y'all motherfuckers is battling each other on verses, you know what I'm saying, like, that's how the city is, you go to Cali, you got your N.W.A.s. you know what I mean, um, you know, you've got, um, you know, your Booyah tribes over there. You got the East Siders. You know what I mean? You got like a lot of different groups and a lot of different motherfuckers that's doing their thing out there. You go to Oakland. You know what I mean? You see the hyphen movement and all of that. You know, you go to these different regions and, um, you know, you see that in Philly, you had a lot of dope rappers. You had a couple of dope underground movements that came out, but nothing that really cracked outside of like state property. But state property was still kind of a mainstream underground kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So it never was like something like that came from Philly that was a force. You had forces that came out, Beanie Siegel, you know, Will Smith. Will Smith's another person from uh, Philly, West Philly. You know what I mean? Like I said, I tell motherfuckers all the time, I'm from the most famous neighborhood in the world. You know, I mean, like if you don't know West Philly, like as soon as you hear you, you think of the the theme song. You know what I'm saying? So we come from a rich culture, but it never was a powerful movement. You know what I'm saying? We had a lot of dope rappers, underground and mainstream rappers, a lot of talent. But it was never like a movement that was killing shit. It was never a woo or a mob deep or anything that came out of here. You know what I'm saying? You had motherfuckers that could rap like that, had the talent level like that, but it was never a cohesive thought. You know what I mean? It wasn't nothing like motherfuckers could get with. So, what we're doing to answer the other question is, we taking that shit. Dead wrong records, that's our wave. That's our move. You know what I mean? Like, I was just talking to my brother, Azan, who uh, produced all of Dawn of the Dead and all of our music. I was just telling him, production I was like, yo... Production is great,
0: by the way, and we'll get into, we'll get into that. Um, production was... I was going to ask you that as well, but production was outstanding. Great record. I like the album. It was great. Great, great record.
1: For sure, bro. I I appreciate it. We put in work, man. You know what I mean? The Dead Wrong Records is going to be that force that comes out of Philly Where it's like, When you start naming the greats, when you start naming those Mount Rushmore motherfuckers, we coming for that. We coming for that. We believe that we can take that shit. You know what I mean? It's a hostile takeover. We plan on uh, dropping maybe 10 to 12 projects this year. Coming off this of Dead year, Wrong. This year. Yeah. We're not playing with them, bro. We, we've seen a lot of different motherfuckers do a lot of different things, and they had their time to eat, and we respect them, brothers. But now it's our time. That's our time to go in ahead and plant our flag and let motherfuckers know we not only belong, but dominate. You know what I'm saying? The Dawn of the Dead was it, it, the great title that it was. That's what it is. Like It's Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of Dead Wrong Records. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers <laughs> got to get ready. We ain't playing with them.
0: So that's it. All right. So I'm glad you broke that down for me, right? Yes, sir. Explain to me the concept though. Like, I know so that's exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about like dawn of the dead. Like you're talking about like the dawn of the of your of your movement. That's what the reference yes, is in reference to, right?
1: Yes, sir. That's that's definitely what it is, man. You know, it's uh it's it's like you know what what mob deeper said like the start of your ending? Well, yeah. Like that. That type of shit, like, we feel like that's what we're about to go in here to do with the game, you know what I mean? Because what we did on Dawn of the day was make um, a classic in my eyes where we got nothing but East Coast spitters on there, including ourselves, you know what I mean? People from uh, New York, you know what I mean? Um, holding it down outside of Philly's uh, Chester, you know what I mean? Holding it down, and we put together a classic because what we were able to do was we were able to blend and i feel like a lot of people can't do that cuz guess what you can't sound like you from 95 but you can't sound like little Tecca neither you know what i'm saying like you got the yo you got to be able to blend you got to be able to move you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to move culture to a certain place. So I felt like Dawn of the did was something like planting the flag of establishing that kind of sound where it's still that gangstified sound, but it's bars on it. It's hooks on it. It's ideas. And guess what? It's got drums. No disrespect, but you hearing a lot of motherfuckers out here. Rapping rapping. Yo, it's, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here rapping without the drums that I would love to hear rap on drums. You know, what I mean, like we we're carrying a different kind of movement and there's no disrespect. It's just when people actually listen to the project and you play it from top to bottom. It is so cohesive and powerful with each artist coming on and spitting their shit and spitting real shit. And it's authentic. When you hear my voice, when you hear everybody else's voice on there, it's authentic. You can feel it. You know, and a lot of street music is lost is feeling, lost is touch and we embody And it. there's something old, something new, something Borrow, something blue, straight like did that
0: <laughs> Well listen it's That's the way it is, it's like that borrows from The concept of each one teach one, right So it's like, you take a little bit From the old school, you take, you know, the 90s Era took something from the old school And then sure. early 2000s Take something from the 90s, right But like, what worries me is that And there's no disrespect to the kids, listen I always believe that you don't want to be that get off the lawn type of guy. You know what I mean? Like, right. let the kids eat. Let the kids eat. But you don't want the kids to lose the tradition of lyricism. You know what I mean? Like you don't want For these sure. kids to sound like they from 95. You only you want them to sound like now, but you want them to also remember like pay homage like you got to remember like you had to be nice. You had to be nice with that pen. You had to be nice. With that and I'm afraid of where we're headed. Uh, lyrics wise, what is your what are your views on that as far as where the game is with lyricism right now and that element? I mean, of- that's the How- thing.
1: I, I grew up in the last of the era of lyricism because I'm 29. You feel me like I grew up in that last era like did right. locks Rockefeller, you know what I mean? Um, still you had guys, um, you know, like uh, Down south, you know, I'm a big UGK fan same. Um, you know, they was putting out a lot of dope shit, eight ball and MJG. They always, um, you know, get, they always screwed same. up, click I fuck with every scarface, you know. Um, like you still had a lot of guys dropping a lot of dope material, you know what I mean, during their time. And um, you know, coming from that era and listening to those guys, lyrics is extremely important to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm not 20, 21, 22 where all they heard was future. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I can't really knock them because that's what they were listening to. I can only spit what I was listening to. You know what I mean? Like I'm a huge dipset nigga. You know what I mean? Like I fuck with them heavy. You know what I mean? Listening to Nas and and going back further. You know what I mean? Listening to Big and Pac and all of the dudes that, you know, those are the guys prodigy. You know what I'm saying? Like just listen to how nasty them niggas are. So lyrics mean something to me. And I did the homework. You know what I mean? Hip hop is an art form at the end of the day, and it has to be respected as such. You know what I mean? Like you still gotta be able to spit. And guess what? Back in the day, you had party records. Listen, ain't nobody, listen, ain't nobody sitting here trying to fuck their woman to welcome to the terror dome. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas you ain't can, that wow. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> can if you want to, so if she love you.
1: I mean, listen, if if that's the twist, that's the twist. But I just, I'm saying it to say that everything has its place.
0: You know what I'm saying? Everything has
1: its place. And I feel like with a lot of the guys that's just coming out, they're just totally forgetting that. You know what I mean? Like that lyrics and hip hop. And I, I die on that hill. Like, bro, I write my ass off. It's not too many people. I tell people that all the time. I said, I studied the great so I can be great. So when you hear a King Shams record, when you hear a Dearborn records record anywhere, any place, anytime, the bars are gonna be there. They're gonna be intricately put together. The cadences are gonna be there. They're gonna be intricately put together. So bars is very, very fucking important to me, man. And I try to anytime I'm fucking with some young bulls, that's 18, 19, 20, 21, I'm like, yo, listen, let's get these raps going too. You can have your party shit. You can have that, but guess what? You got to have content because guess what? 50 Cent was able to do it. Jay-Z right. was able to do it. You know what I mean? Like, these niggas was running the clubs. But you go on them albums, them albums got them cuts on it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's about having a balance and um, representing lyricism to the fullest. And I feel like here at d On Records, we do an excellent, excellent job of that, man. Keeping it alive, you feel me? Yeah, no,
0: nah, definitely. No question. I... I- like from hearing that album i liked it because it was very cohesive um i noticed you know the the sound was very cohesive and um which i like do you think that because we're talking about like what's going on with hip-hop now too so like do you think that there's like an element lost as far as like um have we devalued albums because now everything moves so fast where for sure don't wanna right make albums anymore
1: yeah, for sure, bro. I think I think you hit it right on the head. Um, I know for sure that you look back in the day, motherfuckers are dropping every two years. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, you know I mean, some motherfuckers dropping every three years and, and it, was it had such a hole on the game, because it's like, yo, we waiting on that new Nas joint. We're waiting on that new big joint. Like big took a couple years in between his joint. Of course he was working on other projects and shit, but for his solo shit, it took him a minute. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I feel now that everything is instant this, instant that. I mean, shit, we got Instagram. If that don't fucking tell you what the fuck going on out here. You know I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You All feel right. me. So I feel like music is being devalued in a lot of ways where it's like the hip hop fan is so used to consuming and consuming and consuming that it's no longer art. It's like you trying to turn my lyrics, my pain, my life, my hustle, my grind into two or three weeks of promo. And it's like, what you got next? Where the visual? Where's this? Where's that? No, no, no. Hold on. Maybe you need to listen to them words a little bit more. Because it took me a while. It ain't take me a week to write this shit neither. You know what I'm saying? like, And a lot of people, by it being an overflow of music, some people's music fall in the background there's it's so many projects, and that's how it's getting the value. It's like in business, if it's a surplus of things, guess what? The shit's going to go down. The value is going down now. It's too much of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like motherfuckers be like, oh, well, you know, XYZ didn't drop, XYZ didn't drop. Why haven't you dropped in the last two or three weeks? It's like, whoa, 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 slowly roll, shorty. Go ahead, play that dawn of the dead. Let that motherfucker marinate. You know what I mean? Let's cook a little bit. Let's cook a little bit. And then we'll get back to it. We're going to drop some more dope music. So I definitely feel like just because everything is so much based off of instant gratification that um, that definitely affects the music, man, in, in, in a in a real way.
0: Yeah, like the quality is not what it was. And, you know, I miss nah. that album era where we used to right. Remember, you would go to like a, a, a music store and you go and you're looking at the cover like you're talking. We used to talk album covers. Like, we used to talk the promo posters. You would see the promo posters. Like, we're looking, at, we're looking for the lyrics. We're looking for, like, the photos inside the album. Like, and it, it pains me that we're in that era where technology kind of killed that. We don't have that experience of opening the album and all that, that the artist experience.
1: For sure. For sure. I mean, I, I probably was the last of the CD era, to be honest, um, where you still had that experience where it's like looking at the pamphlet and shit. You know what I'm saying? Best. Like you know, looking at who produced this, who produced that. that you know best. what I mean? It that was the best. Yeah, like like you said, it was an experience.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was Saturday a true morning. experience. Right. Saturday morning, waiting online. Right. You going to your favorite? I would do this now. Now, don't get me wrong. In New York, and I'm sure in Philly too, you had the bootleg spots too. And, oh
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and sure. I was broke.
0: So if I'm broke, <laughs> the story, you know what I mean, I'm a cop that bootleg. But but to be fair, there were artists. There were artists who I I supported. I'm like, I gotta buy the real up. You know what I mean? For there's sure. artists who I would have like. Beanie Siegel was one. We'll talk about Beanie Siegel as well. Beanie Siegel was Logic. one of those that I had all his albums. You know what I mean? I had to because I was there's art. You know, Nas. You mentioned Mob Deep. All those all those guys. Um, I guess since I mentioned those names already, who were some of your influences um coming up?
1: Oh, definitely those dudes, all the legends. Like I said, I'm chasing them, man. You know what I mean? I'm chasing them. I'm trying to be on the rush more with them niggas. You know, everybody from the woo. Yeah, you know I mean, Nas Mob, you know, Jay, you know, um Pop Big, you know, Prodigies, you know, Rock You know what I mean? Beanie Siegel's up there for us, you know what I mean? Especially from the city, just talking about a hometown hero, you know. um, You know, uh, Scarface is big for me, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, you know what I mean? Like, them motherfuckers is huge for me. Those is legends, so they all influence my style some way, some shape or form. You know what I'm saying? So um, I definitely make music like that. I make, like, gangster flash music, like Dipset, like I said beforehand, Like, they was big for me. Yeah, you know I mean, like, you know, I, I go on record on plenty of times saying like I felt a certain way when niggas said like the locks be dipset type shit. You know, what I mean, I ain't give a fuck because I'm one of them biased niggas like nah, Like, I ain't trying to hear that. Jada can rap all day and night. Crunk music wasn't was running shit, nigga. Like, you know what I mean, like, so I have that. um I have those influences. We're going to talk about that. But go ahead. We're
0: going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Go ahead. Oh, go for ahead. sure. <laughs> cause, cause, all right, all right. Cause, here's the thing, right? Since, since you mentioned, it, I gotta get into it. So, see, the locks of Dipset. Here's the thing: what people need to understand is the format of verses. The format. Right. We're thinking that, cause on a commercial level, Dipset has more hits. That's indisputable, right? Right. But jada kiss went up what happened was jada kiss is so nice he's such a good performer he spit he went for everybody's heads he changed what the um rules were for that whole battle yeah that's what for happened. sure and that's how they won I'm not saying they lost but that's how they won and I also think Cameron didn't do enough I felt like Cameron took the locks lightly I felt like Cameron had a kind of I don't know if he doesn't want to rap no more. He looked like he was on vacation on the lawn chair and all that shit. <laughs> Cam didn't come with it. Let's be honest. Let's let's. Nah, nah. Listen,
1: if we gonna be real, right? Just on some real shit. Everybody knows, including Dipset, that JD Kiss can out rap everybody on their stage. All right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: We Like, I'm pretty sure we all know this. But like you said, I think my problem was with it was how um, the format did change. Right, right. Well, I'm crazy. like, damn, if we going by song by song, this shit really ain't close. Because you saw how the crowd participation was. I was going by the crowd. Right. I'm like, they singing them dip set songs, a couple of them sheet Johns, they don't really know. Were, and that's and being you know, real. You're
0: not facts. You're giving facts for sure.
1: You know what I'm saying? So I, I felt that way. But like you said, Jada just took it, man. It was what it was. But it was a that's hell of a happened. night for hip-hop. Yeah. It was a hell of a night for hip-hop. And both them dudes, Cam uh, uh, and Jada, Styles and them, they big influences on me, too. You know what I'm saying? Right, so like... Go going back to that, like all of those dudes influenced me, man. Anybody that was great, Kanye's a big influence to me. I'm a huge jay fan. You know what I mean? Um, who else? Uh big on screwed up click, no limit.
0: Or, 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 you know what or, I mean? No or, limit yeah, big. Like respect, listen, you know? listen. Independent. I,
1: I got I got the camera on now, man. That's how I'm feeling like a motherfucking tank. Uh, yeah, 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 like, those are my boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like nah, I'm not supposed anything
0: dope, anything that moved. You
1: know what I mean? Anything that had like that movement.
0: Let's be clear though, camo is some East Coast shit. Let's be real.
1: Yeah. Camo's East yes. Coast shit. You know Hell that. yeah. Oh yeah. Scary. That 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 started that started back in the 80s, man. Yeah. That shit been walking around. You go, you can look up Capone and Noriega. Word. On the war report, they had the camo on. You know what I'm saying? But niggas don't be knowing their history, bro. So, you know, it's a, we, we got to teach them. We got to teach them. That's what I'll this is. Them. This is a teachable moment.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I always said, like, I always looked at, yeah, there's some differences, right? I've been to Philadelphia, but, like, there's some differences, but there's definitely more similarities with, yeah. with New York and Philly. You know what I mean? Like, like, so, like, when I, when I was trying to talk about with you was, what was I was going to say? We were going to talk about, okay, I was going to talk about with Beanie Siegel now. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Jada Kiss. Remember when Jada Kiss and Beanie Siegel had their thing? Yeah. This is, this is what frustrates me about Beanie Siegel, and I want to know your opinion on it. Beanie mm-hmm. Siegel is so talented, and it frustrates me because I felt like at times that he was a detriment to himself. And I mean this, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. You know, he's right. had some issues, right? Personal stuff gets in the way. People are human. Um, but his talent was on par with anybody that could grab a mic. Oh yeah, for people sure. Went there toe to toe with Jada, with that. Remember that yeah. battle in the early 2000s? What What do you think about that?
1: No, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. And I, I think a lot of different Philly artists are starting to finally speak up about it. I mean, that's the thing, man. Philly's a wild city. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and Philly is a small city compared to New York. See, for better you can't or worse, hide right? In yeah, like you can. not Nope. yo can i honest, tell niggas this all the time bro i got homies up in new york i used to sit there and laugh i said how are y'all getting caught for homicides like we used to have that joke like going around i right. said yo you telling me i can go to brooklyn and it's a whole nother city compared to like fucking y'all you know i mean queens like it's a whole nother city a whole yeah, 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 yeah.
0: nother set of people there's a bridge that takes you over here like like manhattan to brooklyn and Yo,
1: boats and shit. Like you gotta take boats to go to certain spots. Like it's a whole nother thing. So, like with Philly, it's mad small. Like every block got hustlers on it. And and you could be you could be the man on 57th and not be the man on 60th Street. That's three little blocks up the street. Like Philly is like that. So our culture is real crazy. And these guys out here in Philly. A lot of us we li- really live what we rap about or have experienced. Yes. So unfortunately, a lot of street shit still be going on, and a lot of people don't know how to make their switch. And that's what Beans was, was in, man. And you seeing a lot of that with a lot of guys, not only in Philly, but you know, you look at young Dolph, rest in peace to him, a couple of these other niggas just out here getting smoked because they in their hoods and they still involved in a lot of gang shit, a lot of street shit, a lot of you yeah, got to on. separate. And that was the problem with Beanie Seagull. Like, Beanie Siegel was shooting niggas on 52nd Street and shit. Like, he gold, still out there going to bars and shit. You know what I mean? Like, hole in the wall drinks. And a lot of Philly niggas be on that shit. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I, I told myself. I done played the streets. I done been out here. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers know I'm official. But now at the same time, what does that there? mean? Yeah. Official. Like, what does that mean to my development now? Like, we getting money now, we need to be feeding our families, and Beanie Siegel fell into the same thing a lot of motherfuckers do, man. Still out here playing around in street life and really could be like impacting lives. You know what I'm saying? Because he definitely had the talent, like you said.
0: Yeah, man, like, that's the thing that frustrates me, and I know he had a, what is it, he had an, an incident that affected, you know, he a shooting, right, that, that affected his um, voice box. I don't know where he's at now with that, with the recovery. It's been some years, but but I know that it, he's had a rough go. You know, he's had yeah. personal stints and stuff like that. And it, it's sad because it's like I put him up there. Like, not for nothing. Like, not just because I'm talking to you. I've always said it. I Even Nas said it, right? When Nas was beefing with Jay, he said that Beanie Sigel is better than Jay. Yeah. And he, he could have been joking, but I, I think there was truth to that joke. Or he was just dissing him, but I think he meant it.
1: Nah, Beans Beans came with another aggression, man. Like I tell people all the time, a lot of Philly artists we live where we rap about. You know what I mean? And because it's it's hard to kinda rap that kind of shit here and not be about it. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard to do that shit. So it's like if a nigga pump fake or whatever the case may be, nope. motherfuckers gonna pull their card. They
0: you know what I'm saying?
1: Straight point. up. So it's it's like that. So when you hear Beans, you know, what I mean, you hear that kind of aggression you hear that kind of delivery, you know what I mean? He coming straight from the street, he coming straight from the system. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's gonna be that kind of authentic, genuine thing, man. And Beans was a force, man, still is. I actually liked um some of his uh records with this new little lung situation. That shit sounded mad sinister to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I fucked yeah, with it. Uh, like that Johnny did with uh push it tea. Um, what was it called? Uh, damn, I forget what the fuck Jones the called. I'll
0: be oh, forgetting man. the names of these songs sometimes because it's like, yeah, the world everything just moves so fast. I just be like, oh, that's the new song from this and that. I just,
1: right, I right, though. No.
0: But, um, damn, yeah, beans look, beans, everybody know he could spare. I used to love freeway too. Freeway to me, he had that voice that was so distinct and the flow. His cadence when he's rapping, like free was oh my god, state property to me. I know we said we mentioned Dipset, Dipset on a commercial level, they had that success, yeah, for sure. For sure, state property was the spitters. That's how, yeah, 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 too. State property spitters, they had rappers who could actually rap. And and that to me was the distinction between the remember when they had the whole Rockefeller that was a big time that was a big movement back then man. Yo yo man that's that's the era that raised me man. Being real
1: like when state prop and dip set like they was with the rock like. I didn't give a fuck what nobody was talking about, bro. <laughs> like, real shit. Like, it was, they was running it. Like, Cam was running it. Jewel's and them was running it. you got Beans over here. P.D. Crack getting busy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Chris and Neef. Like, listen, and I tell niggas all the time, young Chris don't get his respect, man. Young Chris you gave whole up. three extra years out here, man. And I'm a whole fan. But he gave whole three extra years on that float. That's a Philly flow. Like young Chris, man, he don't get his respect.
0: Beats, so like you said,
1: Freeway did his thing. Um, Beans, of course. You know what I mean? A couple other dudes in in, in the uh, in the set was doing their thing too. Oskino. You know what I mean? Oskino stand-up nigga. You know what I mean? Um he, he a stand-up dude. So, you know, when you start talking about that era, man, that era was special, man. You know what I mean? And that's that's kind of like what we bring in with the on records, is that like state prop G Unit dip said shit. You know what I mean? Like really bringing like them bars and like them beats and them hooks and like a whole nother wave. You know what I mean? Like we we want to kind of replicate that, but in a whole lit way where a lot of motherfuckers ain't kicking it like that. You know what I mean? Bringing the swagger with the bars. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like we just got bars and we just got swagger and we put it both together, man.
0: Nah, respect. And and that's what it's all about really is being well rounded. You got to bring the whole thing. Cause let's be honest, it's a business too. The swag yeah. is going to sell. So you got to bring that swag. You want to move the needle and on the business tip, right? Cause at the end of the day, it is a business, but the bars is where the heart is. The heart is, is what you're, what you bring into the game, the skills. And Word. So, I'm glad you talked about the marriage of the two because a lot of people don't have both. It's usually one or the other.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, and that's that's a problem, bro, for me. Because it's like, I mean, the thing is, like, you got to be able to talk to the females. You know what I mean? But you got to make sure that you're keeping it gutter too. You know what I mean? One thing I can say that we've been building here at DMR Records is building that brand where we got female fans. You know what I mean? Like, they fuck with our shit, and they like our shit, and they can hear, like, we got radio appeal because we're really good at song structure. You know what I'm saying? Putting actual songs together. You know, and you got to have that to sell, man. That's a hundred motherfuckers that can rap. They can't make no songs.
0: That's a fact, man. Yo, bro, it's
1: it's embarrassing, bro. Like, I'm like, bro, y'all niggas really got a thousand freestyles. Can I pull up a song? Like, give me a song, please. I beg of you. Like, y'all niggas doing this freestyle shit over everybody else's beat. What production have you literally put together? What swag are you putting on the record? Like right. Forbes niggas, I'm not sure if you you was yeah, fucking course. with that junk.
0: Well, that song, that I was gonna I have this on my list because I always keep notes. <laughs> that is on my list, right? With your songs, so we'll talk about your your shit too. Wave shit, Forbes, and I don't like to use the N-word. I I, I don't get into it. That's hot
1: fine. That's shit,
0: fine. Shit, you know what I mean? I, I respect, I always have respect. My block my block. And those are the joints from that. album. I was like, there's others too. I like the whole album. I'm talking about those one. Listen, man. I was like, I like I have I wrote them down. I'm like, I gotta bring them up to him. I got to I gotta talk about these joints because these joints is just talk to me about Forbes and talk to me about that joint.
1: Listen, man, Forbes niggas is a record man that we just sat down and we started crafting um, my brother is on, like I said, he did the whole project from top to bottom. He did all of the hooks. You know what I mean? He's a fucking monster, bro. Like, he he locks in at an unbelievable level. Um, And without him, Dear Ron Records really ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? We just some fly niggas spitting. But, like, he really set that shit down. You feel me? And that's my little blood brother. Like, same mom, same dad type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. it's a brotherly thing we doing. Um forbes came about and he was like yo bro he said i got this hook he said i got this hook he said i got this beat he said yo just just do you he said just just fuck with different shit on there and i was like yeah i was like you know i'm gonna with different flows on there i'm gonna with different cadences on there i'm gonna start records different ways you know what i mean and give like a wave you know because i'm a big max b fan too you know what i mean hey, like hey, max yeah. b he was the shit to me. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he was the man to me. So, you know, when I'm sitting there putting these records together, I'm like, yo, like, I got the, you know what I mean? I got to put that, that wave in it. You know what I mean? I got to put that swag in it, you feel me? So, Forbes niggas kind of came about that. And we feel like we about to be Forbes niggas. I feel like with that kind of content, you putting that kind of music together. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> niggas trying to get papered up and it's looking You're like speaking that.
0: It. You speak, you manifesting it. That's Straight up, I, you get, and I know you get
1: that. You manifest, yes, sir, it. yes, sir. That's a whole thing. So, when we was putting Forbes and niggas together, it was like, Yo, listen, man, we gonna rap this shit into existence, you know what I mean? You know, and, and, and fuck with different flows and do different things, but then they have fun with the record, you know what I mean? But at the same time, even though I'm fucking with the flows, the bars are sharp,
0: yeah, like yeah, it's sharp, yeah, yeah. You I, know what I mean, you like, the flow and the bars on that joint. I was like, Man, I was like, Oh. I was, I, I loved it. I was like, I liked it. I, I ain't gonna lie. I even was listening to it today. I listened to it today too to get a refresher. I was like, I wanna, I was like, I had a few joints um, that I wrote down of yours that I listened to. Yeah. I was, like, I was trying to think which one in my head. I'm like, which one am I gonna bring up to him? I was like, all right, I'm gonna write them all and I'm gonna just, if the conversation goes there, I'll just bring it up, right? So that's what I, was, I was thinking. I was like, yo, that Forbes joint, that beat too, that beat is crazy.
1: Yeah. That shit, that shit major, man. That shit major. That's what I'm saying. We're blending hip hop production with lit production. And I don't think a lot of people have kind of grasped that on the scene yet. And it's our own unique sound. Like you're going to hear more of those kinds of records on this new project that I'm working on called Rise of Corleone is gonna be, yeah, that's gonna be my project, a solo joint from top to bottom, and it's ugly, man if you think Dawn of the Dead was something, bro, that shit ain't shit compared to this, man, like this this is a monster, this is what's gonna separate the men from the boys, so yeah, Forbes and Niggas was a hard track man, and, and it got a lot of play you know what I mean, a lot of radio DJs was fucking with that record you know what I mean, playing that joint, as well as hot shit, too Hot shit was another one. It was going crazy over.
0: Yeah, no, those records were all great. I I liked it. And what I liked about you see, you brought up something interesting. You said, this is the sound that you are going for a lot of rappers that are coming up now. You know, they don't have that they out of touch with that. They don't look for the sound. They're just trying to copy and paste sounds that already exist. And I was trying to say you need to find the sound. All right, you like you said, there's a million and one dudes that could spit. But do you have an ear for what have you produced? And producing, meaning right, were you in the studio with the person that makes the beats, saying, "Let me get that snare. I like this hi hat. Let me get this. I like the tempo. You know what I'm saying? Put the bass here. That's that's a skill. And MC, a lot of MCs don't do that with their producers. But it sounds to me like you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, for better or worse. You know, like I said, by me and the zombie and blood brothers, we connected at the hip. We're extremely close. You know what I'm saying? So when he's coming up with a lot of these beats and concepts, we'll sit there and put the beats on and just freestyle to him. Yeah. Come up with like an idea. So, oh, shit, that sound wavy. What's wrong with that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the creative juices is just flowing as soon as the beat gets going. You feel me? And um, we both are musically trained. You know what I mean? Like a lot of guys aren't as musically trained as we are. Like, he's a drummer, classically trained drummer. I'm a classically trained pianist. Yeah, you know I mean? Oh, On top Steve, of this shit. I love that.
0: That's dope.
1: Yeah, so we hear certain shit. We hear certain things that a lot of other people are not going to hear. A lot of other people ain't going to really, like, get into. You know what I mean? Like, intricate things. And we believe in song structure and song ability. And a lot of these guys, like I said, bro, they just can rap really well. They can't put records together while rapping well. You see what I'm saying? And that's the thing that's going to separate us from the rest of the pack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like us being able, being able to have that kind of ability. So that's it's easy for us, man. You know what I mean? We just kind of sit there and say, okay, let's put this together. You know what I mean? And we have a dope ear. We've listened to the legends. The legends taught us without teaching us. That's why it's important to listen to them niggas. Because they all had great song structure, whether Mob Deep was getting played on the radio or not, drop a gem on them. Nighttime Vultures still shining. These fucking songs are phenomenal songs. I'm you know what I mean? Like you can go right down, you know, the Jizz's album with Shadow Boxing. You know I'm what I mean? You know, um, playing these, you know, uh, Gold. You know what I mean? Like those kinds of records. Um, they're dope records. And I'm just naming a couple off the top of my head I can think of. You know, but these people focused on song structure, and niggas just want to freestyle on beats for three minutes. So that's what's going to separate us. This twelve project run about to separate us in the game, man.
0: Man, I, re- I respect that for sure. Um I'm gonna bring up a name, and I'm gonna ask you what he means to you, or what who th- what they mean to you. What do the roots mean to you?
1: Roots is a dope Philly group. Um, You know, Black Thought is. um one of the best spitters out man. you know what I mean? You talking about throw a beat on for 25 straight minutes and he's putting together bar after bar after bar. He's a machine, man. He's a machine and the roots is a legendary group from the city.
0: Man, they, they you know, black thought is another one that doesn't get his props. Um, for sure. I feel like this is my opinion. I, I'm curious of yours. Cause you probably know a couple other underground cats too from the city. Right. But mm. Is pound for pound is mm. black thought the greatest MC to ever come out of Philly? Or do you feel that it belongs to somebody else?
1: I mean, see, you know what? It's subjective. I know, but it is. It, it is because <coughs> to keep it 100. When you talk to the niggas, that's like from the street, like me. We're not gonna put black thought where Beanie Siegel is.
0: Right, right. It's different content. Now I get Yeah, that. like we
1: not we not gonna put that there. Like, when Beans was like, I done took blocks of Raw and took blocks of Raw. Took blocks of Raw till the blocks was Raw. What you think yeah, 33 yeah, yeah, in the yeah, block yeah. was for? 94, I took the cops to war. Like, that's different to us. I know. Like when we hear that shit, that's different to us. If you're talking about Black Thought just like crazy rapping ability, yeah, of course Black Thought can go. But for me, I'm going to say Beanie Siegel all day. I respect it. Yeah you know I mean, but like Black Thought is one of the better lyricists for sure. You can't knock him. Ain't yeah. too many niggas dead or alive that can out rap Black Thought. Nope. And we saying put them in a room and rap. Yeah. Not too many people gonna leave out with Black Thought. So you got to get a man respect. But if you saying from like the street perspective, who we would be fucking is Beanie Siegel for sure. Beans is is one.
0: Now Beanie Siegel mentioned something. And, and again, from being from New York, right? I'm from New right. York. And so over here, when the, when Rockefeller was doing their thing, the assumption, cause we talked about, you talked about this earlier. The assumption yeah. was that Jay Z was influencing young Chris, but speaking to you and other dudes from Philly in the past, the name I keep hearing about with young Chris, I keep hearing young Chris is nice. Beanie Siegel used to say he was the best rapper from Philly. That blew my mind uh, Saying Young Chris, that is yeah. So that blew my mind, all this respect for Young Chris In New York, we didn't have That perception of him What is it about Young Chris that was like I guess that had that respect
1: um, Young I, Chris I, Young Chris had Everything, bro, to be a star Like, he had the look He had the persona He carried himself well on the record he had bars and he had a certain kind of flow like go back and listen to the tough love album and listen to how young chris is spitting on there and that's the thing go back to previous albums of hove and go listen well Hove stuck that that like flow like breath control shit like he wasn't doing that beforehand and i'm a whole dude mm. Good but point. being honest if you go listen to them different records like never take me alive off of tough love listen to how he's going back and forth he with in. young chris he went
0: in and he went
1: in he damn near is mirroring his flow yeah like step by step by step so young chris is always going have that respect to us because we knew like another person too and a lot of people don't look at him like as much i don't know why everybody just be laughing but gilly yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah no no you're like, right
1: gilly was a fucking problem yeah gilly's a problem like i'm old enough but young enough to know that yeah, yeah. like gilly is like flow control and like if you listen to get like that breath control is like a philly kind of thing you're right like, we all do it on records if you listen to all of us we all do that shit Yes. So that's why Young Chris has that, and Young even Chris Black got a Thor, lot of success. So well,
0: even Black Thought used to—he would switch his flow. If you notice, listen to some of the root shit. Even yeah. he some breath control shit. I remember. Yeah. Flow. That's
1: yeah. like that's like a style that we kind of developed. So Young Chris is always going to get that respect. You know, he almost like the point guard from the hood that ain't making or something.
0: Right, right. But Y'all you know, was like, like, nice.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, nah man, I respect that for sure. That, that and and listen, that's I'm hearing it from you because I, I really wanted to know that because like in New York, we used to always think like it used to blow our mind because we'd be like, all right, this dude is nice. And we thought, okay, yeah. he's younger, so maybe Hove, we thought Hove influenced him. But everybody from Philly says it's the other way around. Yeah. Because we not know. We're not from, you know what I mean? We're not from those hoods, so we don't know. You know what I mean? We didn't know him before joining the rock. So sure. it's different for us, you
1: know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it, but bro, you know how it is. It's, it's like that in every city, you yeah. know. We could be talking about some shit, and and people in motherfucking New York be like, nah, like that ain't it. That you know ain't what I mean, it. like you know, this is what really was going on. Like this is what was played at the tunnel. I don't know about that other shit. Yeah, you know oh. I mean, like <laughs> certain people can talk about certain things because that's their city. You know what yeah. I mean? So that, that's, that's cool. why it's always been a big thing. Yeah, that's been a big thing for us. But that's not knocking Hove. Hove heard something and, and ran with it. Shit, it, it's like that. You know what I mean? And the thing is, you can't say that young Chris made Hove. He signed to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we ain't going to talk crazy neither but as far as like
0: that little Ooh. tidbit, yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. Nah,
0: no respect, man. So, Tell everybody before we wrap it up. Tell everybody where they can find you, and also talk about just kind of like when does the album come out? Tell me about the new album when it comes out.
1: Um, we're looking for a March release. Okay. We're looking for a March release of this. Um, Rise of Corleone. Um, it's gonna be a solo project for me. You know. Um, you know, of course, you was uh, giving the standouts on the tape for me. On as far as like Forbes niggas hot shit. You know, my block wave shit. Like creating like different flows and shit. If you guys go check out Dawn of the Dead on Spotify and you check those records out along with the project, it's a classic project. Yo, you'll get ready and be ready for what Rise of Corleone is going to be. Rise of Corleone is going to be the tape that really takes hip hop to the next level. And I and I truly mean that we actually got the resources. We got certain motherfuckers that are standing behind us. We starting to get those major cosigns. So Rise of Corleone is going to be that project. Rise of Corleone is gonna be that project of the year where it's like I've got everything from the bars to the hooks to the beats to melodies to everything, all while still keeping it hip-hop and keeping it wavy too. You know what I'm saying? So Rise of Corleone is gonna be that kind of project. Um, like I said, dawn of the dead was the precursor. You know what I mean? The start of the ending, the new beginning. We we ushering in a new religion to this shit, man. It's a whole nother ball game. So follow me. On Instagram at Kingshamps. Yeah, I mean, I'm always posting, I'm always posting words of motivation, words of wisdom, words of understanding. Cause I feel like we need that shit. Yeah, I mean, and we gotta have our minds right if we're gonna get to this money, we gotta be motivated a certain way. So come follow me, come follow the movement. Dead Wrong Records on SoundCloud. If you are just looking for more King Shams work or anything like that, yo, go check out our SoundCloud at Dead Wrong Records. And on Twitter, you can follow me as well at King Shams, K-I-N-G-S-H-A-M-P-Z.
0: Now, we'll definitely plug all your stuff as well. We'll have it all in the description on the audio as well as on the YouTube. So all that will be on there. And um, and also check out Dawn of the Dead, everybody, because that album, I'm telling you, I don't say this. I am a very picky critic when it comes to hip hop. I am very picky. I nitpick at a lot of shit. This is a very good album. So I would suggest everybody check out Dawn of the Dead and as well as King chance dropping a new joint in March, which will be right on time, man. So
1: yes, sir. All yes, right. Sir.
0: So nah, it's, it's, it's about post, to go down, bro. Well, respect, man. Any uh, for real now looking forward to it, because I know you're a stand up dude. And you're talented, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you have next um, in store. And I'm definitely gonna check that new album as well when it drops. Um, as a matter of fact, when you getting ready to drop it, you already know we're in contact. So you let me know, and we'll
1: word. Go. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come right back through, man. We can we I'm can through. do something exclusive,
0: man. Let's do something. Come through, come through, definitely. We'll do like an IG live, maybe or something like that. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll, co- we'll go kick it. We'll kick it
1: for sure for sure I appreciate you brother
0: now listen anytime my brother thank you for coming on and um now be blessed keep focused stay focused keep doing your thing um mad love for Philly man I gotta get man I gotta go here just for a cheesesteak nobody knows how to make a cheesesteak in New York listen bro
1: come through man holler at me we take you right to the spots we'll take you right to the spots bro get you right man for real holler at me anytime you're in the the city listen <laughs> tap on me bro we can we can slide man it ain't about shit ain't no thing but a chicken wing player
0: that's what's up my brother all right man be be good it was good having you thank you so much man king champs everybody uh appreciate right, you bro appreciate bro, you back, thanks for having me
1: on
0: anytime man peace Thanks. so that was king champs man i really 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 talented and good dude man i really feel like We need more individuals like this, Um, not only for the sake of connecting, but also for the sake of um, bringing that element, bridging the gap, bringing that hip hop to the forefront. And people like this are good for the game. We can't have too much of the same stuff like we have in the mainstream with all the singing and all the auto-tune and, you know, all, all that shit, all that stuff we're seeing. That's enough. Like, we need also a balance. Everybody can eat. So let's let these individuals, like my guy, King champs and other artists like him eat, um, bringing that traditional, uh, hip hop to the forefront. So I want to thank my guest King champs. You guys make sure you check out Dawn of the dead. It's on Spotify. I believe it's also on Apple and, um, check him out, man. He's got new music coming. Uh, check out his movement. He's got a whole team and, um, and that was episode 31. Uh, Shout out to him, shout out to his whole team, his camp, as well as uh, shout out to Philly. and, And away we go. And of course, as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say it with your chest.